We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here, the old man Andreas Hale, producer Cole, baby. Today it's all about Jake Paul, always the number one story on weeks like this, fighting Anderson Silva. We're going to talk about that as well. Katie Taylor comes back, her fight's riding completely under the radar, but women's boxing's been crushing it, so we'll talk Katie Taylor as well. We're opening this, Dre, because what has turned into our trilogy now on the corner podcast three weeks in a row i feel like this is the final time we have to talk about it kanye is opening up our show today it feels like grand opening grand closing we've covered it from it has literally been three weeks in a vacuum every week on our boxing show we have talked about kanye every week we say all right this is it and then finally it feels like this is it producer Cole Bebe, by the way, is also here. Gotta love it with his crib in LA, nice and sunny. I'm sure he'll have stuff to chime in on as well. Dre, it's done. It's over. He ain't he ain't kicking out before three. He's not hitting that good old last second Kenny Omega arm in the air. He's lost six billion dollars since we spoke about this in net worth. Three weeks ago, he's on a $400 million net worth. Everyone is dropping him. Kanye's done. He's not done. <laughs> he's not so you done. don't have the money, you're done. He doesn't. He, he didn't have the money to begin with. He's not done. Just he's he's uh, you think that people aren't going to scoop up Kanye after this? You think the right wing conservative media is going to find a way to, to finance this man's life in some way, shape or form? He's who not is done. That, who is that yielded results for? Like, honestly, like, who has left traditional spaces and companies and outlets and platforms and went to right-wing media platforms or anything, and they've glowed up? Who's gotten more money? Candace like, Owens? She's been there all along. No, she hasn't. She, she had was a, in she college. Filed a, she, she filed was a college. Suit. She, was, she was broke. Like, there is, there is always people moving listen, backwards. No one has is glowed up. always value in Black people slandering other Black people. There's always value there. Ask Jason Whitlock. He's doing just fine financially. Listen, 
I'm not saying that he didn't take a big loss. The, the Adidas finally released him. Um, Balenciaga got rid of him. His agency got rid of him. These things are all true. But as long as there's fan support, Kanye is still going to be here. He's still going to be relevant. There's, we're not going to get rid of him. We're talking about him now. This won't be the last time we can talk about Kanye. But what are they supporting? Can't support yeah. his his sneakers anymore. I mean, he'll find he can, a way. but he ain't getting a check. Like, he'll find a way. He will, dude. It's not. He'll make music that people he's will buy shit in Walmart. No, nope. he'll not sell, buying it in Walmart. He'll sell it through his own channels. He's Kanye West. The cult of Kanye is real. The church that, of Kanye. If Kanye was smart, I know he's not listening to this podcast. He would start a fucking church. I promise you he'd do well. Yeah, at least that's like hand-to-hand donations. Sure. What do you think it all is? What he's doing right now, yes, it it looks... Obviously, losing Adidas is a big deal. Obviously, like, he's mad. He's going to be like, oh, they stole my name. No, you signed it over. Read your contract, dummy. Oh, I forgot you. Don't read. But (laughs) losing Adidas, Balenciaga, all these things are... He can rebound from this in different ways because people still want to support Kanye West. Like we we we've been done with him for a while, but yeah. a lot of people have not. The reason why Kanye continues to trend, yes, he says things, but there are people on my Facebook right now. It's like you guys aren't seeing the bigger fight. He's fighting imperialism. No, he's not. Y'all are stupid. Stupid people exist, <laughs> and as long as they're stupid people, Kanye will exist. This is not the end of Kanye West. This might be just a different beginning. If you don't have the means to get it out to the masses, only he the does. idiots will follow. He does have the means. Where? Where? What do you mean? If what are we doing right now? We're talking right about now. Kanye. If he, if he, if he, somebody's going to give him a platform to sell what he has, it's going to happen. The reason why Noriega had him on Drink Champs was because he clicks. Kanye clicks. He just he's going to do more Tucker Carlson interviews. He's going to do more Fox News stuff. Yeah. You can't, they're not going to get rid of him. As long as there's a social media, maybe it's not Twitter. He'll yeah. find a way to exist. Like it's not over, over for Kanye West. It should be, but it's not. He's going to rebound from this. He'll probably sell. Like, listen, the, the Donda two album was sold on what? Some other shit. Like I don't know. I've never, I've never heard it, but I guarantee you people bought <laughs> it. They bought into that shit. We didn't. That doesn't mean it, it doesn't exist anymore it's Kanye's uh but how much of his fan base are like us where yes there are people in the cult of Kanye not nearly right? enough like not nearly enough for people are like us there's still people that are very curious the thing about that'll Twitter, go out like, of their way to yes, find his shit yes the thing about Twitter is it, it it doesn't represent the masses as a whole like Twitter is not indicative of the entire black community or the community in general the fact is, is that we had a bunch of guys on the L.A. freeway doing the Hal Hitler sign saying Kanye was right about anti-Semitism. There's a reason that happened. There are people that still support Kanye West and think that he's fighting this bigger fight, whether it's religious or spiritual or against consumerism or against white owned companies. Whatever it is, they, they believe that he's fighting the good fight. So I he's saw the not Illuminati gone. earlier. Yes. Kanye, Kanye's going against the Illuminati and they're taking his money. Kel, do you think that, that uh, Kanye is the only person who doesn't read? No. The majority of people never read. Thank you. And those majority people, are the people ones, can't read. And those people, but there's a majority of people who can and won't. There are willfully ignorant people out there. And because of that, they listen to everything that Kanye says. I, like, again, fa- so Facebook is like the cesspool of ignorance, right? Like, I can't believe you think like that. I'm on my Facebook right now. And there's people like, 
pray for Kanye because he's fighting the good fight. You don't see what he's doing, but I see what he's doing. God sees what he's doing. What? If Kanye has another Sunday service, people will go. Yeah. I mean, those are loons. That's a very small. It's not that small. It's not that small. Kanye, what Kanye hasn't done is have sex with children. He hasn't murdered anybody. He hasn't killed he has, a dog. He, he hasn't a done dog. A, it's a rat. That's what I'm saying. He hasn't done like all these things are ideas. Now, granted, he crossed the line with his anti-Semitism like that. He crossed a very big line there. And I'll get to why there's a line that's crossed, because I've had a lot of people say, why didn't we get rid of him with the anti-slavery comments? Because we weren't unified on that front as a community. Like I tweeted this earlier, if you're in, if, if our community is not protecting our community, not policing our own, how can we demand that other people do it for us? How can we say, why did you guys get rid of him for that? Because you didn't get rid of him for that. Like, it's like I, I'm an uncle and I have a nephew. If my nephew does something bad and his mother doesn't punish him, what do I look like trying to punish him? That's what they're saying. But then when it did something that directly affected certain communities, because let's be honest, Jewish people don't play with this shit. There is no, ah, maybe I'll still support him. It was like, no, he crossed the line, fucked that, the Holocaust. There were babies being thrown out of hospital windows. Like, they don't play with that shit. And they stood their ground. Same thing with the LGBTQ community. They won't play that shit. But black people, we're on this gray area. And there's a multitude of reasons why. Days all the way back to slavery, Uncle Tom's Cabin, who was in, who was out, white, white superior. This is a lot of reasons why. The fact that remains is we don't stick together. We're not a unified front that says get rid of Kanye. There are people that heard Kanye say two things that he did that should have been like, get this guy the fuck out of here. One, slavery was a choice. Two, MAGA. Those are two things that should have immediately got rid of this guy, but it didn't. There were people that was like, well, he has a point. Does he? No. He had no ground stand. But they think he does. <laughs> so this is not the end of Kanye West. Yes, he lost his net worth. I mean, I don't care about net worth. What does he have in his bank account? He's not poor. He makes bad no. decisions. Yeah. He might be on a reality show in like 10, 15 years. I don't think he can buy parlor anymore. Because you're buying that pretty much off of your net worth. And like, I mean, that check's still going to click. Look, look, Candace Owens, she's funny. Like, the fact she's still there. For pennies on the dollar? Y'all forgot that I'm a black woman? No, you forgot you're a black woman. We know what you look like. We've seen you. Have you looked in the mirror lately? I support his free speech. You didn't support George Floyd's free, free speech? He could, man couldn't breathe. You didn't support that? Shut the fuck up. But as long as there's a Candace Owens, as long as there's a Jason Whitlock, as long as there's a Tucker Carlson, Fox News exists for a reason. Donald Trump became president for a reason. We think it's all one-sided. It's not. There are people who agree with Kanye West, a lot of them. It just so happens that you can't say that shit about Jewish people. They don't fuck around. At all. And big ups to them. Because they were like, what? Nah, you ain't speaking on this. Like, it's, it's a wrap. And a united front where Kanye, again, this all stems from Kanye saying, like, the Jewish community controls media and like all forms of media. And like, they're the reason why I'm being painted like this. It's all the Jewish media's fault. It calls them the Jewish media. It sounds Trumpish, right? Like when you just lump it is something Trump-ish. together, like the Jewish media, like you just start creating your own fucking terms yes. for stuff. And it's like, no, bro, it's not the Jewish media. There's many different types of people in media. Now there's a Jewish community within media. And if you fuck with one, you fuck with all. And some of them have a lot of power. And they're like, oh, nah, we, we riding for us. Like, what do you mean? And big ups, again, 
I wish the black community did similar. Instead of a platform like Revolt, which is black owned by Puff, saying, well, we'll let one of our podcasts parade him on, say what the fuck he wants to say, and put it up. Another yeah. black owned company, which is LeBron, said, no, nah, we're not doing that. Well, I we're mean, not united. No, I mean, look, man, the other problem with this is uh, it, it's a bigger problem that we're not going to address in one show, but who, who is who are these personalities doing the interview? Like, did you see the John Stewart interview that has been going around today where he challenges? I can't even remember the guy's name that's doing the investigation. Yeah. On the he challenges them on everything. Everything he said, he was like, all right, well, what about this? Like John Stewart is a comedian, but acts more of a, as a journalist than most journalists. He should be interviewing Kanye West and challenging him. him the shreds. <laughs> but Noriega didn't do that. Noriega no. didn't challenge him on shit. Take another shot, Kanye. Like he would, he would, Nori goes like, well, I don't know. But if you don't attack Kanye with facts, or if you don't attack Kanye on where did you get this information from? Who told you this? Do you really believe this? If so, how? Where did this information originate from? But then Kanye's going to leave. But that's what you got to do to Kanye West. You have to challenge him. That's the key. He went to a platform where he was comfortable. Yes. And he wasn't going to be channeled. Can't let him do that. He's not going to go on the breakfast club anymore. (laughs) No. Charlemagne said he's basically a Nazi. And I, he was like, anybody who talks about the, the black community and the Jewish community in the same week is a Nazi. And I was like, well, he's not wrong. That's a fair point. <laughs> like, he, he's more right than Kanye. And it sounds strong to call Kanye a Nazi. But he's doing but Nazi like shit. One. <laughs> he's just, Walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Like I, might be a duck. That's it. There's a bunch of Nazi-looking people on that bridge saying Kanye was right. If people say you're right and, and it fits the bill... It's just now, you say he's not done. He's never the Kanye. Like, there's the song, the old Kanye? That guy's gone. He's been gone. How do you make music with this guy? No, this, because you talk about Donda 2. That track list was deep. You think they won't come back and work with Kanye? You think Pusha T's not doing a song with Kanye? 100% he's out. 100%? He got to be out. He should be out. Because that McDonald's money, you don't want to fuck up that McDonald's bag or that oh. Arby's bag by, by association. You gotta oh. be like, yo, I don't know that dude. It's I an get all Pharrell album. <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't get know. that. Star but, Trek, but, like, you got to start going back in the day. But if enough time passes, people are going to work with Kanye again. Kanye still has friends. And those people will say, this is what they'll say. I know Kanye in ways that you don't. And they'll still work with him. It's, it's inevitable. Kanye West still has friends in this industry, people that call him, that text him, that support him or say, Kanye, I disagree with you, man, but let's make a song together because you can make my shit hot. It's got to be a wrap. Like, it ain't over. It, it's not over for Kanye Bobby O'Farrell was like, oh, I ain't messing with that dude because what he said yeah. to the Jewish, J-U, wish community. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's our New York public school system is not the best. But no. it, the the... The sentiment was there. I said, uh, yeah, Fabi's just the first. But yeah, like, Jay ain't making no more music with this guy. Like, granted, he wasn't for a second. Like, Bet you Kodak Black does. Kodak don't know no better. Like, but that's my point. That's my point. people might not even let him do that shit. Like, just, really. Just let some time pass. people won't let him. Just let some time pass. We have Kanye short memories. All. We have short memories, and people will be back recording music with Kanye West. I promise you. The man was dropped from Vogue. He was dropped from... And music might be the only avenue where some people maybe, and I, I don't see it, where some people maybe still fuck with him. 
maybe it's music, but Man, he wasn't making no big money from music. Let's keep it real. Like he wasn't making big money from music no more. But his big me. money was fashion. His big money was other. That's a wrap forever. Kel, Donald Trump's still here, right? There are people Loosely. that still want to put Donald Trump in office, right? Those people are quacks. And they have become if, a little more quiet. If Donald Trump runs against Joe Biden, do you think that there's a chance that Donald Trump could win? I'm never counting the man out again. The first thank you. Don't do it. This time seemed like it was ridiculous. It was but, ridiculous. The, all the things that Donald Trump Donald Trump got a group of people to storm the Capitol building. He is on trial for this shit. If he avoids all this stuff and gets to run for president again, you can't tell me Kanye West is finished because there is a community that will support that man. Yeah, I mean, again, it just ain't us. What? That's all. It ain't us. But that's I often wonder that the Candace Owens, the Jason Whitlocks, they found refuge in a community of quacks, but they are special to these people because they're they're the oh, I'm not racist. I got a black friend. They're the black friend. Right. Like they agree with their ideologies, all this stuff. But how big like. That's cool, but you ain't you ain't Trump. Like Kanye could be cool within that community, but you never gonna be Trump. They looking at Kanye like that ain't Ralph though. Like you're you're diet Trump. Like we don't fuck with you like that. Like we can cut you off tomorrow too. There'll be another black guy. They can, but again, there's always gonna be Uncle Tom's Cabin. The theory was that there's always gonna be more value of a black person turning against a black person. That's always valuable to conservatives and right wingers. There's a, like Jason Whitlock's platform and Candace Owens' platform is so big because they're black. They're they're being weaponized. Kanye West is being used and weaponized, and he's being miseducated and misinformed. And if they really wanted to fuck with us, they would endorse the Kanye for president just to fuck with us. <laughs> like there would be enough people that got behind Kanye West. It was like you know what, we really don't like Biden, but let's put this to the test. Because when Donald Trump ran for president, we were like, get the fuck out of here. There's no way this guy's gonna win. And then he fucking won. There's nothing that's impossible, man. Like, we are divorced from the Kanye West community. Like, we're over Kanye West. We're done with Kanye West. However, there is a whole group of people that are not done. There is a reason why that if he does an interview tomorrow, there'll be more views on that interview than a vast majority of our artists today. Outside of, like, Beyonce, Rihanna, and maybe Jay-Z, there aren't too many people that are going to get too more views than Kanye. There is still currency in supporting Kanye West, just not in our community. Not not even our community, just amongst us. In our community, I just opened my Facebook. First first thing on my Facebook, Kanye West. Someone reposted this. Uh, fuck it, it's public knowledge, by the way. You put anything on the internet, it is now public disposal. So I'm not going to be sued, fuck it. Terrier Gardner. Kanye just got out of every contract without legal repercussions or fines. Genius. See? Next up, Vita Hales. <laughs> not not Hales with an S. Not, not related, to, ain't related to me. <laughs> Everyone has an opinion, and that's fine, but your eyes have to be open to see what's going on. And it's not just with him. They were doing the same thing to Nick Cannon. I know what he said in the past, but it's deeper than money. See what I'm telling you? Dad Lou, he ain't lying about nothing. But he that weird lying. perspective about George Floyd's death, that's the only thing he's lying about. All that other stuff he is saying is factual. Prove it. That's all I ask people. Prove that what Kanye West is saying is facts. Because I, 
I promise you. Like I, I, I don't. I didn't grow up. Like I don't talk about things I don't know. I'm not Man, that person. Amazing. I don't live off of experience, right? Like people that just live strictly off of experience of what people tell them are fools. I live off of like re, I read books, I read counterpoints, and I I get myself involved. Like me and my wife have very spirited debates about things because she offers a different perspective on very much of a what if because she encounters a different group of people. I need people when they tell me that he's speaking facts. You can't tell me that unless you prove it. I'm a journalist. I don't write things unless they're fact. I, I, I fact check what I do. I don't just sit here and spew nonsense. But people who agree with Kanye West, they're not fact checking their shit. They have no idea what they're talking about. But do you see how many people agree with him? Because they think he's fighting the greater good? It keeps going. Tanya Smith, yup. And now he can create his own business and sell it directly to the consumer with no middleman. What I just tell you? And the, these will be the people that support it. They think he's a genius. Yo, every time Kanye do something, us black people defend him, even when he is wrong. That's cringy. Let's go up top, Santana. My man yeah, fighting a good fight in these comments. That's one person. And then, yep, Dej Kinnear. I think that's exactly where he wanted to be. Money is not everything and probably roots of his suffering. I mean, look, man. This is where we are at with Kanye West. <laughs> and it's it, it happens, man. Like, look, Eldridge Cleaver, former Black Panther, wrote one of my... F- favorite book soul on nice man became like a devout conservative republican and it blew people's minds it was like how do you go from a black panther to a republican but there's value in it there are people that will pay you to flip sides and come to the other side people that get rich the ideologies change they're no longer for the community they're trying to protect their tax bracket that's why they vote a certain way they vote for their financial interests like there are many reasons people do what they do but we are not <laughs> kanye's just not done there is value in him. He's a popular, popular artist. His value is now to be used by others. It His value is no longer to himself. He can be used by the Candace Owens. He can be used by the MAGA community. Um, he can be used by politicians, which we've seen. He's been used by, but listen, listen, listen. He's he been, can't you do can shit argue, to benefit himself anymore. You can argue that he was used by Adidas. You can 100%. argue that he was used by Gap. By the Kardashians. He's been used by quite a bit of people. You can argue, like, all these things, like, again, Sway did have the answers when he told Kanye to empower yourself. Stop running to these white people that don't give a shit about you when you don't know shit. And, and Kanye yelled, you don't have the answer, Sway. Sway had the answers then. Now, if, if people believe that Kanye's trying to empower himself, you know what Kanye's still not doing? Reading a book. Kanye's not going to surround himself with people that challenge him. It takes too long to read, sir. It takes too long to read. Kanye don't got time in the day. It's easier to send a tweet that nobody fact checks. It's easier to do that. But alas, here we are. Kanye's not done. That's all I'll say. Kanye, he's not finished. We're not done talking about him. He's going to do something else. He might run for president again. He's going to do something fucked up. It's not over. All right. I guess we'll see when uh, we get the Kanye for president 2024. Is that when the next election is? 2024? Or let's, let's give him 2028 stickers if he's around in six years. I, I don't know what the hell Kanye is going to be doing six years from now. But uh, we'll, we'll see where all this leads. It's going to be crazy. Let's hit a quick break. Come back. Actually talk boxing. I mean, shit gets weird in boxing, too. I'm not going to be like, oh, we're going to talk the good stuff. It's Jake Paul weekend. Let's get all the way weird. we got Le'Veon Bell fighting on this card. There's a lot of weird shit going on. You guys don't go anywhere. Be right back right after this. 
All right, we are back from our uh, third and final Kanye opening topic, at least for a while. And time to talk boxing. During the break, Dre reminded me, you know what? Before we dive into the Jake Paul fight, Katie Taylor fight, Loma fight, one fight we're not getting in, a, in November, Dre. One fight we thought we'd have. And then as of last week, there was reports February 3rd would be the date. Ain't no date on February 3rd, Dre. We have Terrence Crawford signing to fight David Avanesian, who's a good opponent, good young fighter. Not an easy fight by any means. It is on, pa- on pay-per-view, December 10th, from Omaha, Nebraska, being broadcasted on Black BLK Network. Or is it Network? Black Prime. Black Prime. Yeah. <laughs> not regular Black. Black Prime. It, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Immediately, this sounds like a porn company. But um, once I get past Black Prime, BLK Prime, I was like, okay, I, I guess. They have not put on the best of shows to date, but maybe they've had an influx of money. Because also today, they signed one Adrian Broner to a 10-figure contract. Three fights, around $10 million. Suddenly, the man has no mental health issues. He's ready to go. But we're talking about Terrence Crawford first. Reportedly, this is a one-fight deal north of $10 million. Where the money coming from, Dre? Fuck that. I don't even want to talk about that. Let's talk about how this fight fell apart. Well, then we can talk about Terrence Crawford <laughs> fighting on Black Prime, which it's an app that I actually downloaded. It's, it's, I had to take a look at this thing. But uh, boxing hates us. That's, this, this, is what I've, this is my conclusion. Men's boxing. Women's boxing, fantastic 2022. Men's boxing, not no. no Joshua Fury, no Tank uh, Ryan Garcia, and I don't want to see another goddamn report talking about some motherfucking framework. No, thank you. I don't want to hear about the shit until it's done. <laughs> it uh, ain't gonna be done because the networks. Well, no shit. And now we're at Crawford Spence, which you know thought could be close, but now it's not happening. Uh, the first thing is, you know, you're trying to figure out who's to blame. Well, on one hand. You have Terrence Crawford, who a lot of people are saying is ducking Spence. I don't believe he's ducking him. I think he's very stubborn. I, fe- I believe that Terrence Crawford looked at that deal and said the opposite of what Devin Haney deal did. I ain't taking no shorts. <laughs> Give me all my money. Al Heyman said, you don't draw flies to shit. How, c- how dare you demand 50-50 or whatever it is. Transparency, whatever you want. Because basically, sir, you have nowhere to go. And Terrence Crawford said, yes, I do. I'm going to Black Prime, and I'm fighting David Avenesian, who nobody gives a shit about, in Omaha, Nebraska. And then, here's the funny thing. He's going to come back to the table to renegotiate. This show is going to brick so fucking hard. You thought Russell Westbrook was bad from the field? That 0 for 11 night? <laughs> Listen, man. I think Terrence Crawford is a tremendous fighter. But he never drew. He never had a personality outside of being a great fighter, even though we've heard great stories about how competitive he is, how funny he is. He doesn't show that to the media. Guy's hilarious. Him doing a pay-per-view on Black Prime, and this is not to slander Black Prime, but this is like Diet Triller, what it sounds like to me. And we saw that worked out for Tiafimo, right? But in the case of Terrence Crawford, you are fighting somebody that nobody cares to see you fight. You're going to beat the shit out of David Avenesian. That's just what's going to happen to the tune of maybe 5,000 buys. I just, I'm trying to be honest here. This is not a pay-per-view fight. And you're going to go back to Al Heyman and say, all right, I'm back. 
And I was going to be like, your value's worse than it was when you first came to the table. Because nobody watched that fight. How can you come renegotiate a, a contract and you did worse than before? Meanwhile, Errol Spence has the opportunity to fight Staniosis. He can fight Keith Thurman. He's not fighting Boots. Anybody who sees that, just throw it out the window. Jerron Boots and, and Errol Spence are not fighting. It's not happening right no. now. Spence has options. If he, fight, if he were to be, if Al Heyman really wanted to do it, it's like, hey, man, just be a dick. Fight Keith Thurman, and you'll do a decent pay-per-view by, probably north of 300000 And then, now we really got Terrence by the balls. Because he, he's yeah. that his 2000 versus our 300000 you can't 50-50 that. Terrence is making money for himself with this fight. And I, I hope he gets paid. Even though he says he is, I need to see how they're generating money. Because what is escrow? Like, I, I don't know. Who's signing up for this app? The back end here. Who's signing up for this app? Because who's the commentary team? Who's the production team? Who's the marketing team for this fight? It's Ooh, not tied to a network. We'll I'm going to find it. out. I mean, yeah, we do it, of course. But still. Oh, you're on. Now nah, you're on like paternity leave. No, I do it. I find a way to get a check. Yeah, this, but, but the the, the thing is, is like, how are they going to Cole? Post? Email them, Cole. Put that on your to do list. Producer Cole Bebe reaching out. I, I just want to see who gets paid. I want to see who gets paid, and I hope Terrence Crawford gets paid. But then the question is, was it worth it? You and I, and again, I'm not placing all the blame on Terrence Crawford, but you are blow, not blowing up. You are putting on hold a potential, you know, maybe twenty, thirty million dollar payday, maybe more than that depending on whatever the framework framework of the deal was to take maybe a 10 million dollar payday right but it's going to it's not going to have a, a great um it's not going to boost your career you're not a spring checking you can't it's, it's none of this is it worth it whereas you could take a little bit less with a rematch clause possibly and if you're that confident in your skills beat Errol spence and the rematch may be even bigger or you solidify your legacy I get it. Crawford's a stubborn dude. But this black prime shit ain't the move. Adrian Broner ain't want to fight in goddamn how long? We don't even know if he's going to show. Who's he going to fight on black prime? I saw who they put. Scarface. I mean, there was a guy on there named, they, it was Brian something. They named, they wrote it out as his brain. Is that who you're going to fight? <laughs> Adrian Broner? I mean, they got Avanesian. They got some dough to toss around. They'll get somebody to fight Broner. The key is, is he got to win those fights. You can't lose the first one because then you just paid for a dud. Adrian Who Broner, can Adrian Broner beat? I, dog, I don't know and I don't care, right? That's the other thing. The thing that I think people forget forgot is nobody gives a shit about Adrian Broner in 2022, 2023. Nobody's like going, man, I can't wait to see Adrian Broner fight. It's not happening. It, it just, this is not a good look. People do like watching them fight. Not enough for a pay-per-view on a random ass app. I mean, it probably won't even be a pay-per-view. I don't know what their business model is. Dre, this they're app, paying the man $3.5 on average per fight. The shit's going to be a pay-per-view. That's what they told us. I don't know if that's true. We well, saw I'm what sure Triller that's did. That's what he signed for. Yeah. You don't have to cut the check, but that's what he signed for. Yeah, I'm trying. Like, I have Black Prime. I'm, about to, I'm opening my Black Prime app right now for you. <laughs> All right, just because they've they've licensed a few movies, it is a uh, yes Crawford versus Avenisians right at the top, Black Prime pay per view, six p.m. That's awesome. So some of the movies that they have, they have like thirty five and ticking with Kevin Hart. Uh, to get Black Prime is three ninety nine monthly, by the way, uh, which is it's cheap, right? 
but that's not bad. I've paid more for other apps that are questionable. Well, I mean, you could watch a movie like Gangs of the Dead. How about that? Um, you know, you could watch Black Annie. What a great movie. The Bad Wait, Nun. Isn't Annie black now? The last Annie was black. Well, this is a horror movie called The Legend of Black Annie. So there's Oh, that. different Black Annie. Uh, you know, I mean, they did get for what however they got it. Dave Chappelle's for what it's worth stand up is on here. But this is an app that dark there's gotta be some dope money coming from this. Like shit. You can't be on the up and up. Let me we, find we out. We still they, don't know what happened to Triller's money or how no. they originally got money. We just know they no longer have as much money as they once had. Let me find out that it's Jay Prince and Free Ray, the real Rick Ross running this goddamn app. It might Quietly. be Rick Ross. Like somebody gotta have some goddamn money. Because it ain't oh these guys. Whoever's running this shit before ain't happening. But all that to say is like this fight is not happening. It's bad for boxing because like I, I said on Sirius this past week, it gets really hard for me to defend my, like something that I care about. Like if my daughter was going to school, like smacking kids upside the head and then I had to try to defend it. I can't. But I still love my daughter. I love boxing. It's very disrespectful to me. It doesn't love me. It doesn't respect me. It doesn't respect what I stand for. Boxing is very disrespectful to us as fans. It's impossible to defend. If an MMA fan comes to me and was like, that's why boxing sucks. And I go, you know what? You're right. <laughs> at least they, at least people get paid. That's all I can say. That's it. How long is it going to take someone to make this Terrence Crawford fight purse? I mean, you're right. But he's got to fight for a year and a half, two years to make what Terrence Crawford going to make on Black Friday. I mean, if he makes that money, take that further, MMA fans. There were there were people that try to defend this in a way. They say, well, like, they were like, "You're still going to watch it." True. Whenever Spence Crawford happens, I'm going to watch it. They try to c- compare it to Mayweather Pacquiao. Said false. Very easy reason why Mayweather and Pacquiao were already superstars. Yep. They could go fight. They went on and fought other people before they came back together and still did million pay per views each fighting whoever. Crawford and Spence don't have that option. Spence more so than Crawford. Spence can fight Keith Thurman and do a decent pay-per-view buy. Crawford has nobody. Literally nobody. He could have fought David Evanesian under the top rank banner if he just stayed there. It was all top rank's fault, Dre. That's why he didn't uh, get the, the Spence fight. It was I mean, all top rank's fault. But here we are with no fight. The end of 2022 sucks. Men's boxing Man, this year is in the trash. In the gutter. <laughs> we got Canelo and Triple G four years too late. That was an entertaining fight. It was, but the fact of the matter was it was late. It should have happened earlier. Maybe Triple G would have had a better chance to win. Yeah, we had no super fights, right? Like, what's the... No. Fury versus Dillian White. No. Had... Oh, AJ Usyk. But... Was that a super fight? No. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't no. great action. <laughs> like... I'm just saying, in terms of, like, a big blockbuster fight, like, Canelo lost to Dimitri Bivol. It's like the highlight of 2022. Oh, shit, Canelo lost. Yeah. Earl Spence fought once this year. Terrence Crawford hasn't fought. We haven't had a Jake Paul fight all year. No, we're like, you know, boxing is crazy when the biggest fight of the fourth quarter is fucking Jake Paul. Yeah. Maybe. Not even just the biggest, the most competitive on paper. It looks like, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Because Tyson Fury is fighting Derek Chisora. And guess what? I don't give a fuck. He already beat that man twice. Tyson Fury had hair the last time he fought him. I don't want to see that shit. Just long, luscious locks of hair. Uh, yeah, no, nah, man. I mean, the biggest fight, I'm trying to think like social media-wise, like by the numbers, Canelo's big. So Canelo Bivol did really well. Um, 
second biggest fight so far has been KSI. Thank you. Of the but, year. <laughs> but they're ruining boxing, right? Like, there's people like, oh, Jake Paul's ruining boxing, KSI. You know who's ruining boxing? Boxing's ruining boxing. Yeah. Don't Put blame them. Fights. You, Jake Paul's fighting Anderson Silva. I want to see that fight more than I want to see Tyson Fury versus Derek Chisora. Kill me. Yeah. My bad. My bad there's for more, liking There's fights. more intrigue who will win Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva than Tyson Fury's fight. But, but let's blame the YouTubers. Let's blame Jake Paul. Let's blame KSI for killing boxing. I could argue that they're the only thing keeping boxing afloat. I, I would say that's a very good argument. <laughs> like they, they they have brought in new fan base like it would have been falling flat on its face hopefully 2023 is better granted we have some good fights this weekend so i'm not like overly mad at it katie taylor's returning but i guess for the women's side of thing this is the only blemish to women's boxing this year her and amanda serrano aren't running it back that's not even a blemish they already fought once it was, yeah, it, but I mean, it would have been great because how close the fight was to run yeah. it back. Granted, you don't need immediate rematches. No, Amanda went and defended her titles. Yeah. Katie's going to put on the show here. But now that leaves Katie's going to win, by the way. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, that leaves what's the next move then? I mean, because hopefully, hopefully Serrano, right? I mean, that's really like, where else do you go? She's talking cyborg. She's like 37. She's looking. To cash out and be out here shortly. Well, I think she, I don't think she's necessarily looking to cash out, but whatever opportunities are there, she's going to face. I mean, let's be She got nothing less to prove against real ass boxers. Nothing to prove. Katie Taylor? I mean, yeah. she's got something to prove in terms of like you could fight Jessica McCaskill again, who's become a much better fighter. Could. Uh, there are there are options for her. And it, obviously, you want to find your way back into that number one pound for pound spot that Clarissa Shields basically has a stranglehold on now. So I think she has options. This is kind of a stay busy fight for. Her. Hopefully that we'll do the Serrano fight again. Um, but we we'll see. I mean, I like Katie Taylor a lot. I, I just uh, I, this is not even a blemish. It's just another fight. Women's boxing has been fantastic. This is the year that five years from now, a woman will be boxing. Was like, why you start boxing? Because of twenty twenty two. Yeah, so all those women fight. That that inspired me to fight. Five years from now. One of the top three biggest boxers in the world would be a woman in yeah, terms of drawing potential. Yeah. Pay-per-view drawing yeah. potential. It, it'll be a woman. It'll be we'll, we'll have boxing's Ronda Rousey in the next I, five years. I hope so. And I hope they get paid for it. But it, I think they'll all look back to this year and be like, this is the turning point for women's boxing. As shitty as men's boxing has been, women's boxing, they hope they ride this wave and next year. You know, I talked to Alicia Bumgarner this week, and she's trying to fight in the States against Choi. She wants to fight for that undisputed title in the States. You know, Michaela Mayer, is, it, I know she's unhappy that she lost, but hey, people still want to see you fight. That's it. Get back you know? in there. Savannah Marshall, don't be upset. Go fight. Keep fighting. Yep. People are going to support women's boxing because they've been fun fights. They haven't been shitty. The bills have been great, and there's so many different personalities. At least the fights are getting made. I, yep. I can't say that about men's boxing. No, by no means. Then we have the return of Vasily Lomachenko in New York. Again, a fight to get acclimated again because the man was at war for about like a year. It's a good reason not to fight. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you have to miss fights, it's because you went to war. He passed up on a chance of becoming an undisputed champion. It looked like that contract was right there with Cambosis. Uh, he went and did his duty to his country, but now 
one, this lo- war looks long as fuck. And two, like the, the country is like, okay, we didn't get invaded and conquered. We've, we kind of held our own. We'll see. For now, go ahead and, and, you know, bring eyes to our country and, you know, bring awareness, defend your flag in a different medium and, and go and be a boxing champion again, like we saw with Alexander Usyk. So good, good on top rank to give him a tune-up fight. Because I thought it was all bad trying to go into a Devin Haney fight right away with no tune-up. Yeah, no, that makes sense. He's fighting Jermaine Ortiz. I believe like he's like almost like a plus, a minus 10,000 favorite. Something absurd. That you yeah, some crazy. Even though Ortiz just beat Jamal Herring, but that was very close. It was a slugfest. He ain't Lomachenko's level yet. Young kid talent, but. All I want to see, honestly, is Vasily Lomachenko fight with a purpose. And what I mean by that is I want him to go out there and make an effort to finish the job. I don't yeah. want to see him playing with his food. I don't want to see him like I want to see him get rounds in because he needs to, but I want to see him if he gets an opportunity to finish the fight, finish the fight. He'll have the opportunity. He's going to get the opportunity, but I need to see him follow through. Because if you're going to fight Devin Haney early next year, you better be on your A game. You can't play with Devin Haney. Like we can argue that Vasily Lomachenko has arguably the best, the most skilled fighter in boxing today in terms of footwork, ability. We can argue that. But if you yeah. don't put it together, you're going to get beat by somebody like Devin Haney because Devin Haney is really fucking good and he's hungry. I don't know if Vasily Lomachenko is still as hungry as he once was. I think maybe we could have said that before this. I, I think this should and, and, and will light the fire for him again. I hope so. Because time is precious. His career, you don't have it forever. And the man was in war. <laughs> like after this, you come back, you, you know, you're, you're fighting for more than yourself. So there's no taking people lightly. There's no nothing. I, I do want to see the killer instinct come back. I, I don't want to see the Comey waving to the corner. Yo, stop yeah, this. No. Or let me take it easy on him. Are you sure you got the guy hurt? You finish him. I, I want to see that this weekend. And I, and I think we will this weekend and then setting up amazing fight with him and Devin Haney in 2023 a fight where at least in the board uh, you know in the books is bigger than anything 2022 had offered yeah could be a very big fight as long as uh Devin already took care of business so it's up to Lomachenko I'll be watching so yes my before we go to the Jake Paul card my only other thing Nico Ali uh is on he's the opener the Loma card how good is Nico Ali Walsh now I mean he's all right it's, it's not like they're, they're matching him up properly. Let's say that, right? Like he's getting the right opponents to look good against or exceed expectations. The expectations shouldn't be too high on Nico Ali Walsh. Um, grandson of Muhammad Ali, for those who don't know. But, uh, you know, you got to kind of ride the wave off of your name. Can he capture a secondary belt? It's possible. I, again, it's like being matched up. Pro- matchmaking is what's very important for Nico Ali Walsh. Right. So it's, as long as he's matched up properly, he can find his way to a secondary title. He can get some Continentals, WBC title or some IBO shit, secondary, whatever. He, could, he may be able to. He's got a lot of work to do. He's not like Xander Zayas. He's even not like Edgar Belanga in terms of his progression, how talented he is. But he's somebody that is uh, everybody knows. It's an Ali kid. Of course, we want to see him fight. How good is he really? It'll be a while before we find out because they're not going to test him for a while. Nah, ride the name. 
live off. I he's better than I thought he'd be. Already, yeah, sure. And I would argue he's probably got a brighter future than Edgar Belanga. Yeah, he's know. getting better. I can't say the same for Edgar Belanga. That's true, but Belanga's you know that knockout streak that's there's still there's nothing to sneeze at, right? Like that's still no, he was no good out knocking out grown ass men like yeah. real boxers. He was socking people in the face really, really hard. Uh, Nico Ali Walsh, I got to see him get punched in the face really hard. It hasn't really happened yet. It's coming. No, I've seen that with Berlanga. It scared me half to death. Yeah. So sure it did to him too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it did. He's back in the lab. He's not even scheduling a fight. They're like, yo, slow down. We need to to fix you up a little bit. Um, one person finally back in the ring, Jake Paul, Anderson Silva. The card's going to be entertaining. I haven't been to a boring Jake Paul fight yet. The average age of people in this crowd will probably be 22 years old. Yep. Me, you, and Media Row might be the only people with bald heads. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Everyone else got full heads of hair like Cole over here. Just no beards because they haven't really gotten their beard, their grown man beard in yet. Yeah. So it's going to be a crazy crowd. Dr. Mike versus Chris Avila is probably the fight I'm looking to, forward to most. Me too. I'm actually going to spend some time with Dr. Mike tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> you know, by the time you guys hear this, I'll be with Dr. Mike at some point. He's a real fucking doctor. He's had Dr. Fauci on his little show. And there, there are a lot of things to look at because his little exhibition fight, I was like, eBay, eBay. Yeah, horrible. And, and, and he's coming from a place where he, he's a doctor. And he's fighting Chris Avia, who comes from a place with the Diaz brothers. These are totally different worlds that are about to collide. One person who needs fighting and one person who really doesn't is just doing it for fun. Yep. We'll see how this shit works out. I'm intrigued. Dr. Mike, by the way, if people are wondering, 2022 was named the sexiest doctor alive by People Magazine. Yeah. He's yes, got like, what, yes. 4 million Instagram followers? Yes, he does. Of that? Yeah. <laughs> so if, if anyone's wondering why he is on this card but uh the man got hands so i can't can't knock dr mike that should be interesting then Le'Veon bell versus former ufc fighter uriah hall who is one of the biggest what ifs in mma not even a what if there's no what if we should have been i should have been (laughs) we found out we fucked around and found out about uriah hall uriah hall beat anderson silva right yes he did Ain't that some shit? It still ain't going nowhere. Got the silver rub. Didn't do anything. Uriah Hall was the last person to beat Anderson Silva and got Anderson Silva out of the UFC. Wow. Uriah Hall, what makes this fight interesting is you can't kick. Uriah Hall's whole career has been predicated off of a roundhouse kick from the uh, Ultimate Fighter. He's he's in a boxing match with Le'Veon Bell, who's an athlete. I don't know how Uriah Hall is going to acclimate into a boxing ring. At least Le'Veon Bell had a fight. It knocked Adrian Peterson in the next week. Yep. So I want to see how this shakes out. Because I think Uriah Hall should be a competent striker, but as we've seen, MMA fighters are transitioning to a boxing ring. Their stance is wide. They still have their hands low for takedowns. I don't know how this will shake out. But again, I'm intrigued. Cole, are you riding with Le'Veon Bell? You're I mean, a man of, of NFL taste. <laughs> 
I mean, I, I got it. It's he's he seems to have a natural athletic ability when it comes to boxing. I mean, he's straight up just knocked knocked Adrian Peterson straight the f out. So there's something there. Uh, and and if your eye hall can't kick, uh, it's going to be interesting. I don't know. I mean, let's 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 see what Le'Veon Bell can do. I'm still concerned about when the when the, the NFL players they've gone into boxing, their defense leaves a, a little to be desired feel like at least Uriah Hall's had some practice like oh shit people are trying to hurt me that's bad uh like Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson is not it's not a defensive fight that's literally people are looking for shots so we'll see his defense will be tested we'll see we'll see if he can hang Le'Veon Bell is going to win this fight Uriah Hall's biggest problem he had no aggression he stood there and looked at his opponents Instead of unleashing his best weapons, every single fight, if they want to take it to the ground, he'd wrestle. Like, sir, you're not a wrestler. Get your ass up and kick somebody. Those fights, he didn't throw kicks. Uriah Hall is the epitome of fighting down to your level of competition. And I think Le'Veon Bell is going to take advantage of that. It's going to be a horribly ugly fight. They're going to give the decision to Le'Veon Bell. If it goes to the decision, Le'Veon's winning. Because he's a bigger name, he's the more money. There's also an expectation too, right? There's gonna because he'll get he'll get the crowd going like, oh well, he's a football player. He shouldn't be like he's hanging in there. He'll get like that kind of that. He'll get yep. that rub over a guy who's been in the UFC. Le'Veon's gonna get this decision. So here's where I disagree with you. Uriah Hall works off of what is he doesn't fight to necessarily to the level of comp- his competition. He works to counter off of his competition. So if Le'Veon Bell bums rushes him, he'll get knocked out. Le'Veon will get knocked out. We've seen Uriah do this before. He, If you're aggressive with him, he can beat you. But if you stand there and don't give him anything, he ain't going to do nothing. It's going to be a boring-ass fight. So I think as long as Le'Veon attacks competently and doesn't leave his chin up in the air, he'll be okay. But at the moment he leaves his chin up and does it more than once, he's getting knocked out. So right now, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to leave his chin up, and I think he's going to get knocked out. Listen, for the sake of content, I'm hoping you're right. But I, I just don't feel like Tyron Woodley was a much more competent striker. He barely could pull the trigger in boxing. Yeah, but he fought Jake You don't Paul. see the opening. So you he don't fu- see the openings. It wasn't, like, great. Like, you, you're just stuck because it's not the same. Um, as great as Anderson Silva has looked, Lord knows, you know, I mean, Vitor Belfort was the one guy he knocked out. Then he went the distance with Chavez Jr. And then uh, Chavez Jr. has been in rehab four times since. But he's a so, boxer. He's a boxer. But I'm not sure he was there to box. Mm, you want to talk about this fight now? Yeah, we can. This? But like Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., that's like saying – He's a construction worker. The motherfucker showed up with no tools, no hard hat, no belt. Like, yeah, I guess that's his that's his trade, but he but didn't I, bring none of those tools to the job. He went in I'll, there against Anderson Silva and did nothing. I will argue that Julio Cesar Chavez with no tools can build a house better than any of Jake Paul's opponents who'd never had a tool before they got into a boxing ring. Fair, but he's not better than Jake Paul. I don't know how you can prove that. I guess we'll find out. Look, here's the, here's my issue. Jake Paul hasn't fought anybody as big as him. One. That's the first thing. Tyron Woodley campaigned at 
welterweight. Ben Askren campaigned at welterweight, didn't have any hands. Uh, Nate Robinson, fuck out of here. Ethan <laughs> Kip, the fuck out of here. Tyron Woodley might have beat him the first time they fought. In some people's eyes, they thought that Tyron Woodley fought. The rematch, yeah, he knocked him out. Yeah, I didn't think Tyron beat him. I didn't, I didn't either, but I'm just, my point is, is that Anderson Silva fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., who at least has the muscle reflex to understand how to box. Ben Askren didn't have that. Tyron Woodley really didn't have that. The only problem with Anderson Silva is he's 47. If Anderson Silva wasn't 47, I'd pick him to destroy Jake Paul. He yeah, would he annihilate 40, Jake Paul. If he was 42, 43, I'd still think he'd lose. How exactly? Jake is very smart in this lead up. And I've said this from the get go. And he's done exactly what I said. He's befriended Anderson Silva. Well, how can he's, you not? He's, you, again, Vitor Belfort did not. Vitor Belfort said, I'm going in there, I'm going to knock his ass out. And then Belfort was on the wrong end of things. When you come into the fight showing nothing but respect, this guy is my hero. He's my mentor. We've seen him at Adesanya. We saw it here with Uriah Hall. We, we've seen it in the later stages, the DC fight of Anderson Silva's career. Well, he'll flash. He'll be like, damn, you still got it. Like, oh, be careful. But he ain't trying to knock nobody out. He's going in there having fun. He's fighting a friend. He's sparring. He's doing this for sport. He's not in there killer Anderson Silva. If he catch you, maybe, but maybe he'll step back. Like Anderson Silva sparking Jake Paul out cold would be some shit, but I don't think he's trying to do that by any means. I think Jake Paul played it right. Like, oh, we're just friends. We're just going in there for some good sport. And then Jake will jab enough to win the decision and Silva won't be wildly aggressive because they're buddies, they're pals. Uh, they were just doing a dance battle yesterday, like at the little promotional thing. He's softened Anderson Silva up. He's, I, he's oh grandpa Silva right now in the ring. Like he's, he's so happy. He's so soft. This is my buddy. This is my pal. We friends. Um, yeah. Anderson's going to, box him he's gonna bow to him at the end they're gonna hug jake's gonna win with the with, with a decision and jake's gonna keep it moving yeah i can't couldn't disagree with you more anderson Silva's always been nice to people that he's fucked up ask forrest griffin what he did to him he has a long for, time ago doesn't, doesn't matter i'm talking about end of career anderson so doesn't matter anderson silva doesn't passion and competition are two different things emotions he doesn't let emotions get the best of him in a fight when he decided he wanted to kill chael son and that's different he insulted his whole country but i don't <laughs> think it has anything to do with how they're going to fight i think anderson silva needs this more than jake paul jake paul can afford to lose this fight it's okay if jake paul loses this fight to a person who has actual striking skills people will go they'll be mad for like three days ah, i told you you couldn't fight and then the rematch will be fucking huge because anderson silva you're right he's not going in to knock him out He's going to box yeah. competently. What Jake Paul hasn't seen yet is somebody with a high guard who's got footwork, who can move, who can jab, who can throw punches and bunches. All he's fought thus far is people that throw one punch at a time. Yeah. Tyron Willie didn't throw no combinations. I, I'm not saying that Anderson Silva is going to win because this is a fight that is 50 50 for me, legitimately. Because I think the problem with Jake is he hasn't fought somebody with the striking skills of Anderson Silva. He, he hasn't fought against anybody that he's forced to defend actual combinations. 
inside and outside. Let's be clear. Anderson didn't come into the fight with Tito Ortiz with bad blood, but he smoked his fucking ass the first opportunity he got. He destroyed Tito Ortiz. Yeah. Jake Paul can box, but he hasn't been. He's only faced opponents that throw one punch back. He has not faced opponents that move around the ring. He has not faced opponents with great upper body movement, with a great high guard. It's the only thing that can ruin Anderson Silva is his age. That's the only thing I'm truly concerned with with Silva is there's a 22-year age gap between these two fighters. Father Time's undefeated. Father Time is undefeated. But in terms of skill, Anderson still, Silva still has skill. Right now, if you ask me to pick, I say Anderson Silva wins a split decision. They have a massive rematch in February, Super Bowl weekend. Question for both of you. <laughs> What's more likely to happen? Silva knocks Paul out or Paul knocks Silva out? If you had to choose between knockouts. I don't know. I- I'll be honest. I don't know. Knocking out Tyron Woodley. knocking him out is more likely. Mm, I don't know. Because he know. is 47. Yeah, but he can still punch. I know, but he stands with his hands down and he showboats. He like, doesn't stand with his hands down when people approach him. You watch Anderson Silva fight. If he knows there's a threat, he puts his hands up. Sure He's not going to play with Jake Paul. Be- and I mean, again, because fuck I think... Fuck around and get Chris Weidman. Not, but he's not going to do that. This is a boxing match. He doesn't have to worry about a takedown. All he's got to worry about what's coming from his shoulders. But again, Anderson Silva needs this more than Jake Paul. If Anderson Silva loses this fight, it is over. There is nothing left. He's 47. If Anderson Silva loses this and Uriah Hall wins, those two will box on the no, next they, Jake Paul undercard. No, 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 no. If Anderson Silva wins this fight, there's another payday. There, there is a, definitely another payday with Jake. If Anderson Silva wins this, he can go around and fight other people because his name will get bigger. Because then the question becomes, who can stop this old man? It becomes a legitimate question. This MMA legend has turned into a boxer. He beat Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. He beat Jake Paul. Who's next? They will, there will be questions. If Jake Paul loses, it's okay. No matter what happens, if Jake Paul loses, there's always Nate Diaz. There's always KSI. There's always Tommy Fury. There's always Asim Rodman Jr. All those people still exist. Anderson Silva has one path. He can't fail. I'm not sure. I think Jake will put him back on the card if he wanted to keep boxing. I, I but think it's Anderson not the same Silva money. always got the Roy Jones match in his pocket. They'll pull that shit off. But how sad, how sad will it be? Let's just say it cares about sad. That's no, a dream no, no, no. fight. No, it's a dream fight. It's a it's a dream fight with an expiration date, and that milk has gone bad. And if Anderson Silva went out there and got knocked out, there there's not a ton of intrigue for a Roy Jones fight. If Anderson Silva beats up Jake Paul, the intrigue for a Roy Jones fight is different now because Anderson Silva's good. He's good on a major stage. He beat Jake Paul on a major stage. If Jake Paul loses, you can easily go. Ah, that's okay. He lost to a guy that has actual boxing skill. This is a learning lesson. He'll only get better. They will say all those things about Jake Paul. If Anderson Silva loses, he's fucking old. That's it. That's all they'll say. He's old and he's washed up. He doesn't need to be in the boxing ring. And actually, the reality is, I'll give Jake Paul credit because this is a lose-lose fight for him. He can't win. You beat him, you beat up an old man. You lose, you lost to an old man. Either way, you fought an old man who's not a boxer. Yeah. I mean, that's every fight for him unless he's fighting Tommy Fury or KSI. Tommy Fury or KSI or Seen Rahman Jr. Like he Rahman Jr. was kind of like a it's still a boxer. At least you can say that. At least you can say that. Anderson Silva's 47 years old. George Foreman, when he fought Michael Moore, 
they didn't have this big of an age gap. This is like <laughs> no. the largest age gap between two fighters. It's absurd. Anderson Silva shouldn't win, but he's got a very high possibility of winning this fight. It's going to be interesting. Can't wait to see how it all plays out. Me and Dre will be in Arizona watching this in the building. Because why not? Jake Paul, we're going to be there. It's going to be a fun one. Make sure you guys tune in. Still so many Corner Podcast episodes to come this week. We still have an MMA show, a pro wrestling show. So make sure you guys keep your eyes peeled for that. But for today, that's all we have for boxing. Shout out to everyone at Blue Wire, everyone at Studios, trying to get you figured out. We appreciate you all over there. Producer Cole, baby. It's always nice to see that face and that hair. Look at that full beard now. It is amazing to have Cole on the show anytime we can get him. Busy, busy man right now. Busy man. And we love it. Make sure you guys follow us on social media at Corner Podcast underscore on Twitter. Corner Club for Life on Instagram. Check out our YouTube. See our pretty faces every week. And all of our shows are up on there. We appreciate you all. Until next time, we're out. Peace. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.